I think this song represents EXO at its best in way, in a way. There's sexiness in subtlety. And this song is just not subtle at all. Oh, but then the chorus came around and I was like, NCT who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was one of those songs where I thought, dang, the production gave a lot more than the melody was giving me. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And we will be rating and going track by track through EXO's seventh album, Exist. Looking for an awesome global pop music podcast? Chris and I have the inside scoop with extensive experience performing on stage and working at record labels. We review and deep dive into your favorite artists' songs and careers, analyzing all of the creative and business decisions along the way. So join us on Patreon at Patreon.com and become a part of our amazing crew, including Lily, Emily, Kyria, and Juliet for more of the inside scoop behind the music. Or you can subscribe now and let's explore the world of pop music together. Yes, and we are both huge fans of EXO. And if you're new to the show, definitely go check out our Pop 101 episode where we walk through EXO's whole career so far. But as a note, that was filmed before all the CBX lawsuit situation. So stay tuned to After Our Review when we reflect a bit about that drama and what's next <laughs> for the group. But first, let's deep dive into EXIST. Released in July 2023, EXIST is EXO's seventh album. Though Kai suddenly announced his military enlistment right in the middle of the album and the video recordings, his vocals are on the album even though they promote it as seven. And EXO broke its own record and had 1.8 million pre-orders in less than one month, which is really exciting. So we're going to go track by track and discuss the production vocals and lyrics and give our ratings for each song. And as you're watching, we do invite you to give your ratings in the comments below. So let's go at it. Track by track. First up, we have Cream Soda, which was done by Moon Soli, Trey Jean-Marie, Kwame Kwe Arma, Adrian McKinnon, Bobby Candler, Ebenezer, and Imle. And this is the title track of the album. So yes. what do you think of Cream Soda? This is a grower. Because when I heard it, I don't know what I was expecting. But it, even with like, you know, Don't Fight the Feeling, it was like upbeat and it was fun. And it was like, mm. you know, electro pop. This one was definitely just R&B. Like this is like, it's interesting because maybe a couple of years ago, if they would have released this, it would have been like, okay, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. But it probably would have been a B-side on an earlier album. Mm. Um, So when I first heard it, I was like, Okay, let's see what happens. I think the the intro of the song with the claps and the staccato singing before the brassy part is what I think caught my ear and thought it was going to go somewhere a little bit more, uh, not dynamic, but a little bit more energetic. The pre-hook is very smexy with the falsetto. And I think that was the whole idea of this song. Like, I think Cream Soda is a great title, by the way. Like, SEO purposes, it's, who the heck is going to have their song Cream Soda? You know, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of songs called I Love You, but not a lot called Cream Soda. So I think that's cool. And there's something smooth about it. And I do believe that was the intention. Whatever the original English demo was, it does make sense to have this song kind of be a little bit more grown up. I mean, the men are, the men, the guys are literally in <laughs> like their mid to late 20s. At this point, how much, you know, how much like, come on, baby, can you do after a while, right? So I get that. I do have to say that the the vocal stack, the, the group stack after the pre-hook, uh, the falsetto pre-hook, they're a little underwhelming. But again, the song is meant to be grown, so it's not going to be super bombastic. Mm. Uh, vocally speaking, Tenyo did a whole lot of singing, which is so interesting. I was like, why is he singing here? It's not a bad thing. I don't think he's a terrible singer. It's just really funny because I'm like, 
You got other members. Why is he singing and rapping? It's not a bad thing, but hearing him right after Baekhyun is interesting because I wouldn't have done that. Like that part sounded like Kyungsoo could have done it. And shout out to Shuman. My boy did a lot of singing. Go ahead, Shuman. Gosh, give that boy some lines, y'all. And they did. Like literally, there's no <laughs> vocoder, no effects, no nothing, which is nice, you know? And I don't think, I won't say I didn't miss Kai on this, but I do feel like Kai would have been a little bit more interesting to hear on it, even though he well, was he like, is on it. No, I mean, featured what more? Like, oh, I didn't hear yeah. his voice as prominently as I probably would have liked, especially for this kind of song. Like, he fits on songs like this, um, like in the bridge. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I heard him in different parts too, but like, I'm like, oh, a verse part would have been nice for him too. The song did underwhelm me a bit, but now that I've kind of grown into the atmosphere around it, it's it's trying to embody lounge, not club. And like, this is like the precursor to love shot, like the flirtation before the love shot moment for sure. Yeah, so first off, I love cream soda. I don't drink soda or pop or whatever you call it, but I do drink Schweppes cream soda, and I'm only allowed one every time I go back to Asia. So yes, anyway, <laughs> I love cream soda. But yeah, so I actually really did not like this song the first time I heard it. I was mm -hmm. very disappointed, actually, the first time I heard it because, spoiler alert, I did like the two pre-release tracks. Um, so I was like, ooh, these two are good. Like, I bet the title track is just going to be amazing. You know, so my my expectations <laughs> were very high, especially because I am a, an EXO fan. And I love almost all of their title tracks as well. So yeah, right. my expectations were very high. Thinking back on it, I think the melody is just a bit underwhelming for me overall. And it's a bit annoying. Like, it's, it's not shrill. I definitely wouldn't say it's shrill because I think mm -hmm. their falsettos are very good. So mm -hmm. they're they're very open when they do the... Cream. <laughs> yeah, soda. it's like, yeah, Cream. it's just, like they make it as full and nice as it could sound, but I know that what you melodically, mean. I think because cream is like cream, you know, that's so like yeah. super high. It's just like a little like ugh. you didn't care for it, right? Okay, yeah. So it's just a little grating. I just wish the chorus was just a bit more sexy. I don't really know what it is. I think we've said it before. Like for me, at least, there's sexiness in subtlety. And this song is just not subtle at all oh. in any way. Like even like lyrically, like the English parts, like give me that yum yum. Like it's just like, yo, like that's not sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like you saying that like takes me out of it. So like, yes, it's like grown, but it's also like not because it's just that just sounded you know. so juvenile. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've always kind of teetered that line. I mean, like, you know, party to the sundown, shoddy. Like, they, they're they not they're not exempt from the... the, the yeah, <laughs> but, like, if parts of this were sung with more of a whisper or, like, just a little more rasp or something, right. like, I just think it could have done a lot more. No it could have been a lot sexier. Like, it's yeah. just a little on the nose, I think. Mm, but gotcha, watching okay. the performances though, and listening to it more throughout these past few weeks, it has grown on me for sure, mm -hmm. but it's definitely still very low on my list of mm. title track favorites. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, mm -hmm. very low. It might even be last place right now. I need to think about it, but yeah. So <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I have to say though, I love Sehun and Chan Yul's rap moment. I think that yeah. is the highlight for me. And it's a highlight in the performances as well. Production wise, yeah. I do like it. I think the guitars are cool. I like the, the distorted low horns. I like the clappy beat mixed with kind of the more bass heavy moments. It does give it a nice dynamic. I do think it's mm -hmm. the melody of the vocal parts that that kind of let it down a bit for me. 
Mm, that makes sense. That's that's reasonable. Um, speaking about their performances, though, it's it's been interesting to hear them not sing it live. So, yeah, just FYI, FYI, guys, they were not like, singing live on no. those music shows. They did sing it live that one time on that KBS show, and that, of course, on Killing Voice. Yes, but yeah, like I said, it's interesting to hear, and that kind of goes back to what you were saying about like uh, certain kind of melodic choices or like vocals. Like again, Chanyeol, don't mind him singing. Second part right after Baekhyun does not make sense to me because his voice is a little bit too blary in that sense that you're kind of like it's kind of high. A smoother vocal would have been nicer there, but it's been nice to kind of watch them perform and figure out what parts they need to emphasize or what parts they need to sing. Kyungsoo is probably the one singing the falsettos mostly because mm. he'll sing it. I'll see, him, I'll see him in the back center with his intricate dance move. Mouth is barely moving, but the sound is coming out. It's been the funniest thing to watch, um, which I appreciate because the choreography is so difficult. And I was looking at it like, oh yeah, there's nothing special. Like it's fine. Like, you know, it's nothing crazy. But then I watched the, <laughs> watched the practice and I was like, this is from Hades himself. <gasps> Why is it so intricate? Like just certain little ice. I was like, Kyungsoo's part, uh, even Beck Ken, when he first comes out, there's like a wrist, elbow, shoulder, shoulder, elbow, wrist motion that he does while he's singing. I'm like, F the notes. Just hit, just make sure you hit that, that part. It's so annoying. And then even Kyungsoo's part when they're dancing, there's like this weird ISO where he, they're facing left and they have to do like a whole foot, knee, hip, yeah. head jerk situation. And I'm like, there's a lot of twisty wrists and and quick hands and sh boy, you would kill this choreography. Like every time I look at Sehun, I'm like, Chris could do that. He can oh, handle thank this. You. This is hard yeah. though. It is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the part that stood out to me was actually Chen when he comes out. I think it's a trio, him in the front. I forget the other mm -mm. two are, but mm -hmm. he starts the second verse and he does this crazy tutting situation. I was like, why is he doing all that? <laughs> well, why? Yeah, that's the question. Why? Not like, oh wow, stop. But why? <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. they were saying that they did not do a dance challenge for this because it was too hard <laughs> i mean part of me thinks it's also because they just couldn't bother but uh sure uh they can <laughs> right. use that i mean i think the choreo is good it does look fun i would like to learn it but again i'm going back to the subtlety equals sexy for me yeah and so like, even the little like body roll parts and stuff like yeah. they do like full ass body you know what i mean <laughs> like it could be a little more subtle the whole yeah. thing yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. So yeah. again, just one of those like, why is it so intricate? Yeah, and if you want an example of that, it's like the first pre or uh, the first post chorus when they're all just melting down, like they're in a they're in a yeah. V, and they're yeah. all yeah, they're all just melting down in different yeah. um, levels and stuff. Like that's very effective. That was enough, mm -hmm. and then Dio can actually sing. You know, so yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think of the video? The video was again. It's kind of going for that like not party boy like playboy lounge type mm -hmm. so again it wasn't club it was definitely not club yeah it was bachelor um, pad yeah it was not it wasn't even sleazy i won't go so far as to say sleazy but it was definitely just like you know rich boy <laughs> type of situation the, the styling was just questionable as well i'm not gonna hold you i can look adorable in that little his little pink ensemble he's been wearing for performances but in the video like they seemed like they, they were having fun there was no like crazy story i think it was interesting with um the random white girl and the uh <laughs> sehun scene that's, that's always fun was it sehun wasn't she not sehun sorry Sh yeah. suho 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 oh suho, suho. sorry yeah, yeah. guys uh with suho with the 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 the, the fizz the suds, the suds of the water coming down <laughs> the on the window. cream soda. And I was like, ooh, mama, like, that's nasty. You really like that. Or maybe it wasn't nasty, but still it kind of gives you like, 
That's what is what is you like that? I thought that was so stupid. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Here's the thing, right? Like I can appreciate it because I was like, what the heck? Because at first I was like, what's the point? But then I thought about the cream of the soda, like when you drink a root beer or a cream soda, it's just you know the extra fizz at the top. So I appreciate the visual of it. I hate that he was just sitting in the car, like while she's sitting there looking at him. He's sitting there. I'm like, if you don't touch that woman, dang! Like they're there to be touched, but not really. That but happened think, off camera. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I guess. <laughs> but moments like that, I feel like they could have leaned a little bit more into like the what the song, that the song means. Like just <sighs> female dancers. I don't know. But like it's one of those things where like, I enjoyed the video, the little nod to Kai, things like that. I think that one scene with them in the box felt very Super Junior. I don't. I don't know. It's just it was towing mm. the line between who they used to be and what Super Junior kind of looks like to people now, and that worries <laughs> me a bit. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. What about you? Anything stand out or like? Oh, it was fine. I yeah. guess I like the idea of the kind of bougie dinner or a bougie like bachelor party. I don't know. I, I get the concept of that, but I just wish there was a, a bit more of a story there. Like I, mm. I kind of get where they were going, right? Like it starts with the dinner and then there's like kind of an after party in that smoky room. <laughs> so I kind of get where they were going, but I think it could have been more interesting the way they did it. And what then the when story? they're all leaving the party, I think they could have maybe been more disheveled. Like, I don't know, just more <laughs> of like, even if stuff happened off screen, like just like, it's more a bit more of a story exactly yeah so it was fine i will say i hate that they are dancing in that windowless dungeon at one point like that is just so sm yeah like why like you're in a mansion there's so many other things you could do they could all be dancing on the table you know oh my gosh yeah i don't know it just it was okay no not much replay value no, I'm watching the performances yeah. more. I mean, they looked good, but like, yes. not much replay value. Okay, so what do you rate this one? I'm going to give it a seven. It's like not, for me, super great. But yeah. it's not I'll terrible I'll give it either. a seven as well. I Exactly the same. It's okay. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, the next track is Regretted by Jackson Min, Dim Joints, Adrian McKinnon, Tay Jasper, Lucky Day, Prince Charles, and Chanyeol. Woo! Okay, so this one kind of just keeps the, the grown and sexy feel right along, <laughs> chugging right along. So how do you feel about this one? Because I have my thoughts about it, and considering who wrote the song or had mm-hmm. a hand in it, I'm like, oh, okay. What I was feeling is not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Dem Joints is back again. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was all over, all over the SM stuff. This song I, is also just okay for me. Mm. It's one that I rarely go back to these past <laughs> few weeks, unfortunately. I do think there is an interesting juxtaposition between kind of the more aggressive start and the and the aggress- more aggressive transition moments. And then the verses and chorus are are warmer and a bit lighter. So I appreciate what they were trying to do there um mm-hmm. the chorus melody is okay i think the production is also okay like it's very bare so then the little flourishes that show up are very noticeable like you get the mm-hmm. piano trills i yeah. like that 
between behind the verse, or the, at least the first verse, there's that ethereal vocal that kind of runs oh, yeah, yeah. throughout the whole thing. So it's interesting, yeah. um, but it's just a tad fillery for me. Like this would never be in contend a contender for a title track. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, just yeah. kind of okay. It's just kind of there. I will say the production on the bridge is probably my favorite part. I think the rap parts are nice. It gets really full. I can imagine a really cool live band moment there. And it builds really nicely into the last chorus, at least. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's all just okay. I, I agree with you. And I, I thought like the whole grown and sexy R&B thing, it was still going with it. And then with Lucky Day on it, it he's very, he's like the new R&B boy. He's not that new. He's been around for a minute. But a lot of people know him for that. I thought it was over. Get my feelings over. Like, a lot of people know him from, like, that TikTok sound. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, he's a great R&B, like, artist. So to see his name on this is interesting. I wonder what kind of conversation that was had. I was like, hey, we got some, some K-pop. You want to work on this? But I can hear some of it. And I think what really helps the song, in my opinion, is the vo are the vocalists. Uh, this isn't, like, super rap heavy, which is a I appreciate. Oh, my God. I think this one is very simple in terms of its sonic approach, and it's safe. Like, yeah, EXO can do it because it's like an R&B song, but it's just almost too safe. I do appreciate like the emotional vulnerability about the song. The rappers come in during like the chorus parts kind of like as an interjection, which I appreciate because it kind of adds that layer of like my heart's on my sleeve, but there's a leather jacket over it. Um, so it kind of just makes it a little bit cooler. doesn't make the song better. It just helps to have that to kind of add a little bit more of a rougher texture, you know, to the ooey gooeyness of the vocals. The verses ooze and like they're sweetener vocals, like you said, like in the second verse and the pre-hook. Um, but this song is kind of just an example of why having vocalists and being vocally focused is important. The melody super simple. But then you have these guys that have control over their melisma and good technique. Like the three main vocals, vocalists like float on this track. So by the time the, the bridge swing swung around for me, the energy naturally elevated and it felt a little bit more entertaining. But because the song wasn't consistently entertaining throughout, it just mm. kind of felt like, oh, finally, there's something that something happened here, you know, as opposed to Ooh, something else it was just oh finally and yeah because of that i don't know if the score is gonna be too high for me like it's, it's definitely less than uh cream soda which stinks but we'll have to hit it with a fat ass six <laughs> yeah i'll go slightly higher i'll do a 6.5 i do agree i think i've i'm a bit j i've become a bit jaded with how great the exo vocalists are that i'm mm. not easily impressed by that anymore which is mm -hmm. a little crazy to say but that just mm. shows how good they are yeah so <laughs> i don't know so <laughs> Sorry. i give it yeah so let's move on we have mm. hear me out which was done by park ji hyun kim dong hyun grades Jacob. Jack Rowe, Michael Orabiyi Riley, Steve Octave, George Carroll, Sade Munura, Tavon Young, Tay Jasper, and Adrian McKinnon. Wow, that's a lot of people on this song. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. this was the second pre-release single from the album. Mm -hmm. So, wow, that is, that is a lot of people, which is interesting because the song actually is relatively simple <laughs> so that's a very interesting it's giving i have an idea put that down <laughs> <laughs> okay so what did you think of this one we did get to hear this one a few weeks before the album came oh, yeah. out yeah you know shout out to adrian mckinnon he's been with sm since four walls and four walls mm. by fx got on bill uh, uh was it billboard no rolling, rolling stone, stones right? yeah. rolling stones like top like k-pop song so shout out to adrian he's been in the game for like the longest time and writes good songs so i can understand them like reaching out to him 
consistently. And this one I like because it feels like something that Music Soul Child would release. Ooh. So it kind of maintains that, right? So it kind of maintains that R&B, Neo Soul kind of feel. And because the vocalists are good and they are R&B trained, it doesn't feel like they're like, you know, doing like karaoke, which I appreciate. Because there are some groups I'm like, boy, if you don't stop. But they don't sound like that, and I appreciate it. Um, I love the mix on this song. It's so good. Oh, it's perfectly mixed. And I love that during the pre and the pre hooks, excuse me, and the bridge, the claps are brought more forward into the mix where throughout the whole song, they're kind of like back in the kind of mixing pretty like subtly. But mm-hmm. this one's you kind of get immersed in the class, so you feel like you're at a kickback. Um, and oh man, shout out to Kai. You know, his voice fits so well on this song. When his parts came around, I was like, Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. I enjoyed that part. Because it's different from Beckyun's a little bit more raspy, different but more, more different than uh Dio's, who's a little bit more smoother, and Chen, who's like he's their true tenor for sure. Like it's just different from all of their voices. And mm-hmm. he's gotten so much better that when he does sing, you can go, Yeah. Yeah, I can see why you had mm as a as a as a title track. That's great. Um, this song is definitely something I could play at like a barbecue and no one would notice it's in Korean. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And that's good because it transcends just like, oh, it's a K-pop song. It just happens to be in Korean. Is it good? Is it bad? That's for you to decide. So and I like that. You know, I I appreciate that. Um, uh, what did you think about this one? Because it's definitely one of those songs, like you said, we were like, oh, this will be getting y'all warming us up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I really loved this from the first time I heard it for sure. And yeah, I agree with you. It's a good barbecue song. It's a good, like when you're chilling in like the backyard song or even a driving song, like it all just feels very light, a nice day. Like it gets the neck going. It's got a good head bop, head bop ability to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Vocally, I completely agree. I have to shout out Suho actually on Mm -hmm. this song and actually throughout the album. Because I think now they didn't really know how to use him for the first couple albums, I feel like, because they would kind of have him there with the three main vocalists (laughs) and he could never really match up to them because he's not he's not a power vocalist. He's a crooner. He sounds great. He's exactly he's a crooner. (laughs) He sounds great when he's not pushing that hard and he can be a little lighter. Uh, And so it's showcased perfectly in this song, especially in that in that pre-chorus. And then he had those little ad libs at the end as well. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. shout out to him. He really stands out there. The harmonies in this song and especially that bridge, super cool, great use of octaves. And I love that it's Kai and Chen doing that harmonized ad lib together. That's a very interesting duo. Um, So I look forward to a live performance of this because... It just it does make me wish they they did more harmonies live because mm-hmm. all those oohs and those ahs live yeah would be so beautiful. We know they could do it too. It's just yes. not in how they do vocal arrangement in K-pop, right? So yeah, yeah uh, it is really beautiful to listen to though. I love the chorus melody. I just think it's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that it starts out a little lighter, and then you have the more higher tenor vocalists coming in to to kind of finish it off. It's all just very soft and breathy more like how I wanted them to sing cream soda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this one's just super warm. And yeah, just like a nice sunny day is kind of like the visual that I get for it. So yeah, yeah, really enjoy this. What do you think of the video? (laughs) This video is like, (laughs) it's so funny because when you watch like their VCRs and their concert, translation, VCR are the video interludes. uh, for What does it stand for? Video? Camcorder recording. Okay. Like the original, the original, like VCR. the regular VCR meaning. Yeah, but they I, use it as video interludes. Interesting. 
Yeah. I, listen, guys, Chris has always laughed at me. I'm like, oh, they're doing a mint. He goes, oh, my God, the mint. Yeah, but you'll say that during Western concerts, too. Like, oh, check out this VCR. And I'm like, it's Beyonce. They don't call it a VCR. I'm laughing silently for those who are just listening. I put myself on mute with Chris because I guess I'll, I'll cackle. Um, but yeah, um, the VC, it looks like a VCR for a concert, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because I don't think a lot of like casual fans would notice that these guys actually have a sense of humor because their songs have been so good consistently. It's like they're very, they're taken very seriously. But you, if you watch any of their like behind the scenes stuff, like you're like, oh, these guys are very much unserious. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this video kind of portrays it. They're easygoing, they're relaxed, like they're chill. Like Suho legit has a backwards cap on. I would never peg him as that guy like how many years ago, but he's minding his business chilling. Even though he was styled, I feel like everyone's style matches their personality. Like the fact that Kai had purple and pink hair in this video was wearing like this motorcycle outfit, but still managed to make it look casual. I'm like, the guy would wear that. I can believe that. Um, the video is super strange, though. I feel robbed of the pink and purple hair because of the army thing, but <clears throat> another conversation. But yeah, the video is strange for sure. Like, I'm not sure if, not so weird where I'm like chasing a story, but I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Like, I'm not sure if they're like going through like a groundhog day where they keep reliving this whole cleanup party, party cleanup situation, or they're just kind of just having parties every night, or like, is it just the aftermath of their parties together? I don't, I don't know, but it was fun. It was just chill and kind of deceptive because the song is very like emotionally vulnerable. It's like, here, hear me out. Like, here's how I feel about you. I'm waiting for you, like no rush, but just, believe me when i tell you i feel this way about you and the video is like oh yeah we're dancing at the bowling alley yeah huh hey it's giving not what it sounds like so i'm just like okay (laughs) that's interesting because i actually felt opposite to that or i felt differently to that because i think it's more like if this song if you take the the angle that the song's about their friendships then it's kind of like we're so comfortable together like Mm -hmm. we know that we're there for each other and then this is like just footage of them hanging out i guess yeah the song sounds like what we said it felt like yeah 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 yeah. and they did that in the video okay got it all right yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. and yeah just them living everyday life like kai doing i don't know his laundry (laughs) stuff (laughs) like ironing his shirt like it was like they did a good job with the like camera angles and stuff to keep it interesting at least because they were doing very mundane things for the <laughs> yes. most part um yes. but yeah I, I appreciate it like you said they're normally very serious in all their <laughs> yes. music videos and dramatic uh yeah. so it is nice to just have something a bit lighter for sure indeed indeed so how would you rate this one yes yeah, so i will give this one a 9.5 how about you I was going to give it that, but I'm going to give this one just uh, nine. Actually. Okay. Yeah, just nine, yeah. Up next is Private Party by Moon. So Lee, Brandon, Ariega from Pretty Much, Landon Sears, Rudy Sandarpa, and Styles Fuego with MZMC. I feel like we've seen these names before, especially with MZMC. And shout out to Brandon for like getting in his K-pop bag because, I mean, you came from a boy group, and I want you to write songs like this for your group, but... I digress. <laughs> you hear moments of it, though. Like, if you listen yes. to the latest Pretty Much album, you can hear moments of it, which yeah. is interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot dirtier, though. <laughs> oh. Actually, well, to be fair, this song could be very dirty. So Yes. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so dirty. Yeah. Like, so this is an instant standout for me. I, I don't think... I forget if I texted you, but I texted a few people. I was like, <laughs> oh, I think this should have been the title the single. Like, just on the Absolutely. first listen. I was yeah. like, oh, this stands out 
immediately. Yeah, and I still kind of feel that way, though Cream Soda has grown on me, but I think this may have been a little bit better for worldwide appeal. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the production is really cool. I love how strong the clapping beat is. The bass hits are really strategically timed and really, really effective the way they're used. Just all very, very full. Mm. Love the little bass riff lead up into the chorus as well. Of course, there are bed springs right after the chorus too, which I think are really, really funny because um, yeah. it's just cheeky, I guess. Mm. Uh, so yeah, chorus, super, super simple. Very, very catchy. I can't wait to see them perform this because I'm already picturing... <laughs> really good choreography for this so don't disappoint me here <laughs> um, Pressure. and yeah you know I do love there's just little switch ups every time and they're all relatively subtle like every chorus is slightly different especially that last one you get that puh, 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 puh. I don't know the exact oh yeah see I don't I don't remember the exact cadence but you know they like at least switch it up yes. just to keep the song interesting right to the end because the production though the production is great it kind of stays kind of at the same level the whole time oh, yeah. so it's those yeah. little switch ups that keep it interesting Yes, I think I think the whole uh, this style of song is like I think Miami based, if I'm not mistaken. It's definitely like Doctor Doctor Luke, not Doctor Luke. Whoa, wrong person, Uncle Luke. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa, <laughs> hello, we're back. Um, it's definitely um <laughs> Uncle Luke. Dan oh, dance too much booty in the pants, or like, or even Usher's recent song with the City Girls. Um, or um, night, night, I think of you. I want that kind of like percussive, mm -hmm. like percolating kind of beat. That's like Miami bass, and I think that's what makes it so much fun. Like it reminds me of roller skating, neon lights, black lights. It's just fun, and I think like I think this song is like the only response to Cream Soda in terms of energy and in terms of like being like super upbeat this is probably the only callback to that song on the album that i noticed where i was like oh okay 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 i do appreciate their sentimental songs like i get it but i appreciate when they give us flirty and this song was all types of flirty they do it so well and they're at that they age do. they should be able to flirt and i love the note jumps in the first verse that like beckyan and schumann do uh from like chest of falsetto like the i'm singing the melody wrong do not do not try to come at me. I'm yeah, saying this the album's right. new, guys. You don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, we've been listening, but you know. But you know, I do like the the note jumps. That kind of makes it interesting. And oh my god, I wish they would made this into a single. I'm gonna say it. Um, there's so many sonic textures in this song. Like even though it is pretty same same, it still has some interesting thing. Like it's smooth, it's bouncy, it's wiry, and then it gets better and better as it progresses. But not like in this drawing way where it's like a Chex mix switch up or something. And mm -hmm. I think SM is like king of the bridge for sure i love the bridge breakdown like uh, that section with the harmonies and then the wind up it made chen's note so much more satisfying than it did in cream soda like i get it like ah, i get it but this one was like harmonies harmonies building up building up, and it goes ah. i'm like yeah there it is mm -hmm. that's what it's supposed to be and so when that party part comes around it's like oh shoot the beat didn't change it ain't changed the beat didn't change just the top line did yeah so yeah this one is definitely one of those i'm just like this would have been fire because there's no boy group right now is making songs like this everyone's like really serious or like hip-hop or noise music-y which is fine mm -hmm. but this would have stood out yes and sure. the music video concept for cream soda would have totally worked obviously private party yes. hello yes especially <laughs> in that dungeon it's very private <laughs> very <laughs> all right so i will give this one a nine how about you this one i will give a 9.5 i almost gave it a 10 i almost gave it a 10 mm. almost it's hard, man. EXO's discography is so good. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. That's the thing. Yep. 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 Especially with like even like the last album with Can't Fight the Feeling. They had they had good B sides. I was like, damn, this is good. So yeah. Bars and high even that, it was like not their best, right? So it's insane. right. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> okay, moving on to track five, we have Lee Soran, Jackson Morgan, Brandon Ariaga, Pink Slip, Inverness, and MZMC. And there was a little bit of drama with this one because when <gasps> MZMC went on Instagram Live, he did play the original version or the demo that he produced and he was like, look, there are drums here, like when he played the bridge. So clearly he's not happy with the final mix that was done. I mean, not the drama. I'm crying. That sucks. <laughs> that stinks. Yeah. So yeah. I guess he's not happy with what they did. Uh, but you, actually, do I don't feel? mind it. I don't um, mind what they did. I think yeah. I think they tried to just give it a bit more drama by pulling back the percussion at, during the bridge. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting <laughs> that they don't consult those producers like they don't get sent the final versions before the album comes out i find that bizarre no because because we talked about it with like with um yeah. adn and, yeah, and yeah, curtis yeah. and them they don't care they're like you're doing us a favor with right, right, we right. <laughs> we're gonna do whatever we want with what you do yes. and you just get you to live with it yeah it's very you wait until it comes out and it's just like oh i and then you have to wait so i, I feel them it's kind of just like that's not what i said that's not what i sung you yep. know but hey, but listen, man, everything else is still there. So, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, that being said, though, this song, regardless of the drums being there or not being there, is it good? That's the question. And I will say that I like the tone of the production. I think it's so interesting to have those plucky sounds. Like, it's, it reminds me of uh, Attention by Charlie Puth. With that doom, 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 mm. doom, doom, doom. It has that kind of cat and mouse chase kind of feel to it. It's very plucky. It's very, not sinister. It's very mysterious in a way. Uh, not very, but it is mysterious in a way where it's like giving chase to something, which is perfect because the song's title. The brassy synth in the chorus is a choice. So I'm going to jump right to that. That from the little kind of like fairy tale-ish kind of pluckiness into that brassy, it was a choice. I don't know if it's a good one. I don't know if I hate it, but it definitely caught my attention. Like I will say I was like, oh, this is the chorus, I suppose. Like that's what happened. Lyrically, the song takes the POV of the Prince Charming, and I think that's a great idea, but maybe the chorus was just a little too easy. Like, give me tension in that chorus. Like, give me, like, I'm chasing this girl, not Cinderella, la 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 la. Or like Cinderella, Ella, hey, 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 hey. I'm totally joking, I'm totally joking. But like, it was just like, tra la 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 la. I was giving like Captain Underpants, you know, like la 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 la, Cinderella, la 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 la. And I'm like, come on, that's a moment to go. Something, give me something tension filled, just to kind of differentiate this track from everything else we've already heard. Because here we are at track five, and this is what we got. No offense, but no, thank you. Like I feel like this SM chorus would have been. Like even better because we could have got that group vocal we didn't get that and i do wonder what would have happened to this song if we would have got like a coach and sendo treatment like savior for uh by the voice if you have not heard savior by the voice it kind of has like this kind of feel but by the time you get to this like the second and third parts of the song it kicks into a whole other gear and the beat changes and it's like this nice little kind of house beat this song 
would have just been elevated with a, a different kind of outro to kind of give like the whole I'm chasing after my Cinderella like give me a story with the production and no, no offense to them it's good but I'm like hmm how far can we push it especially with EXO especially with them mm. yeah so I think I like the song more than you do though I do agree with what you're saying I do have in my notes that I wish the build was more intense because that yeah. last chorus doesn't go as hard as I want it to uh, so yes, I definitely agree with you there. I appreciate this song on the album because finally there's a little bit of darkness here. Oh yeah, because EXO yeah. excels when there's at least a little bit of darkness yes. there because they're yeah. just good at the drama of it all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I I'm happy that this is here. Like this would have definitely fit on an older album for sure. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so yeah, I think they are always really good with this type of sound. So I appreciate it. I have to shout out the little four-part harmony at the end of the bridge. I think oh my God, awesome. yes. <laughs> um, and also, I think that might be Brandon as well, because there's stuff like that all over the pretty much stuff. I think I like the chorus more than you do. I think there is tension there, I think, in the way that it's produced. And also, I like how, how they sing Cinderella. Like, in that mm -hmm. falsetto, it's kind of longing... And then the la la's are, are like kind of, again, just kind of dark and a little foreboding. So I actually don't mind the yeah. chorus. I do agree that the verses are the highlight here. Yeah. Like the rest of the song is stronger than the chorus itself, but I think it's effective in what it mm -hmm. is. And I like how heavy it kind of, I don't mind that kind of horn. Right, right, right. I yeah. feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind <laughs> it at all. So yeah, I actually think this one stands out on the album because it sounds a bit more like maybe something that could have been on tempo or something. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, so yeah, tempo. I'll give it a 8.5 i gave it a 7 originally but aside from the chorus being like okay whatever i did like the song so i'll bump it up a little bit to, to, to like an 8 i'll give it a full point oh, wow you're giving a full point up i will yes because like i said at first i was like oh god but i remember when we first listened to it i was like oh my god and this song came out i wasn't mad at it i just didn't like the chorus i was like dang it mm. it's not even the production it's the melody of the chorus but yeah so mm. i'll give it an 8 i'll be nice you don't have I mean, to if you don't want I'll to. be fair, rather. I'll be fair. Not even being nice. Like, I don't dislike the song. Up next is No Makeup by Moon Soldi, London Noise, uh, Seven Days, and Adrian McKinnon. Hello, Adrian. Welcome back. I used to get him and Adrian mixed up all the time when I was a kid. I did not understand there was two different men. Shout out to both, though, because they've been killing it for SM. Um, this one is so interesting to me because when I first heard it, I was like, I would love to hear Dope Young shout oh. june oh i would love to hear them sing this song oh but then the chorus came around and i was like nct who oh. <laughs> 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 sorry because my thing is it's like exo was sm's true r&b baby yeah truly like like, like I like in our hard review, I said that Shiny was like their quirky, like random kid that kind of popped up like in polka dots. Like that's how they kind of came out, like electro pop, R and B vocals, yeah. But EXO was truly giving you like, you know what I'm saying? So like that kind of thing is important, and which is why I kind of thought, oh, Dio, oh, Jaehyun, oh, Shaojun, because those vocalists were training in freaking exo heyday so it's natural for me to go like oh it'd be nice to kind of hear them but they have their own kind of sound they have they each have their own like baekhyun ten dio suho they all have their own kind of sound where you're like man there is no other group that could sound like 
this. Like, yeah, you could sing the song, but they have their own timbre to their voices. And I'm so glad that the song was not like rap heavy. Like, I can't imagine again, not here, like to hear Mark or Taeyong on this song. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> like, I'm not saying he can't do it, but it's just nice to kind of hear like, Maybe not even first album. First album taken away far back, but like second album XO on this. Like, you know, third album XO on this. Like it's like a B side that you're like, oh, this is cute. I'm not mad at it. The production was sick on this. Like it's like a perfect little baby making jam, but then they're they're like sonic Easter eggs. For me, if the song was just playing by itself production-wise, I would appreciate it. Um, it's definitely one of my it has one of my favorite bridges. It has a brassy like synth that goes throughout the song. And those bass notes, not brassy, bassy synth notes, and those bass notes, it's what keeps the song grounded for me in juxtaposition with the airy vocals that are present. So for me, I'm like, I can listen to the production by itself. I can listen to this a cappella and be like, mm, this is a good song. Mm. So for me, this is kind of like okay, I like this. I like this a lot. And it's kind of sexy, the no makeup thing. It is. It's kind of yeah. sexy. So I appreciate it. And it's not as boring as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. This album was getting me, got me, had me scared when I was listening through it that first time. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, well, we'll discuss that in our overall thoughts later. But yeah, so I like this one. This was definitely one that was also a grower because I was also kind of <laughs> underwhelmed the first time I heard it. Because again, EXO has great mid-tempo stuff like this already. So I just yeah. wasn't sure if this really brought anything new there. But having listened to it more, I actually do really like it. Chorus is just classic boy band. It's unison <laughs> harmonies. They have that almost acapella moment for that final <laughs> chorus. I was like, yeah, yeah, like Westlife, like they would kill this. Like, you know, like all these other Western boy bands would love a song like this. So, oh, yes. So, so yeah, I, I love that as a big boy band fan, right? And I do love that the raps are at the end as well. Like it's a subtle mm -hmm. part. It's just part of the outro. And then it's mixed with all these extra background vocals and ad libs. And it's just a really, mm -hmm. really satisfying outro here. I do think the melody in general is really great. I especially love the pre-chorus. I like the little stops in the music just to emphasize oh, yeah. those moments um, mm -hmm. for Chen. And I think it's Baekhyun that does the second one. Uh, the melody is quite sexy. Production is relatively subtle, but the bass line is pretty heavy in it, which I like. Yeah. Uh, everything, there's just a lot of reverb all through it as well. So it's just very atmospheric which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you know, we've been talking about their vocals the whole time, but I think this one does showcase their vocals very well and yeah. kind of what they're good at, right? Like, mm -hmm. obviously, we've talked about the three as the strong vocal line already. And and yes, you mentioned the NCT. Like, I'm, I'm sure this could have been an NCT, like, DJJ song yeah. as well. Like, it totally yeah. makes sense with where they were going. But... I think because EXO is older and because they have all those other members that can all sing very, very well, I mm -hmm. think EXO maybe would execute it better. So yep. it makes sense yep. that it goes to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Suho, Shuman, and Kai, they always play an interesting role, I think, vocally, because like I mentioned earlier with Suho, like it took them some time to kind of know where they sit. But I think <laughs> yes. with this song and with the rest of the album, mm -hmm. they did a good job of kind of putting them in the right places. Like, I think I've complained before about Suho and I've complained before about Shuman and like yes. them not giving him the right parts. And yes. so here though, he sounds really good. And he sounds really, really good in this song. And yeah, again, the two rappers are great. And 
this song actually made me miss Lay as well because I think Ooh, yes. Lay would have sounded really great on this because he has a much thinner tone than everyone else. He does sound yeah. a little similar to Suho, but thinner than that. Yeah. Um, so he's good with this type of stuff. So I do miss him on this. And I do wonder if we'll ever get him back, but we'll we'll get into that mm-hmm. later, I guess. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> so what do you rate well, this one? This one actually gave a nice, a, a cute little score. I like it a lot. I gave it a nine. <laughs> but this is like my own personal taste kind of seeping in as well. I gave it a nine because I think as an R&B track, I, like you said, I would love to hear a Western group do it. Mm-hmm. I love that they did it. And because they're them, they sound really good. And I do not want to hear any other SM group try it. Thank you yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's solid for sure. I will give it an 8.5. Up next is Love Fool, which was done by Cha Yubin, John Mars, Christian Fast, and Jimmy Clayson. All right, so what did you think of Love Fool? Oh, gosh. Finally, something like fun and simple. Like this one doesn't sound too like intense and too da da da. You know, it's one of those songs where I'm like, oh, yeah. I could see XOLs being like, this is really cute. Like, this is one of those performances that they go around and they kind of sing into the crowd, like on the cherry pickers and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, or like a VCR song that's playing. Like, it's bouncy, it's fresh sounding. Uh, again, very XOL catered, it feels like. Um, even if it wasn't XOL catered, I can see the fans liking it. Mm. Um, as if we're not fans. But like, watching it being performed, I can see them being very cute with each other. It's very eggio, like, you can do it. And not have it be like it's like oh god oh interesting that's not what i picture but continue well my brain went there um but yeah it's a nice sonic break from the chill dot r&b i will say i appreciate that the lyrics are kind of sappy but the delivery saves the song from being lame like the way they deliver the vocals keeps the lyrics from being like Really? Oh my god, you're so cheesy. <laughs> uh, I love the piano breakdown moment in the chorus. It's It feels like the chorus in the, the bridge area, because it feels like very confessional in tone, where it's like the guy in the middle of public being like, hey girl, I love you, what do you say? Me, if you did that to me, we're breaking up. But it feels like, very nice, it feels fun, but then there has like a little bit of like a cool moment when you have like the little rapper interjections. Again, it's good to have these little breaks with a deeper voice, because like you said earlier, it helps make things sound a little bit cooler and less like you know, na 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 na. It doesn't feel so cute. I think luckily because they had like those little sonic breaks or those moments where it's a little cooler, it helps give the song a necessary edge, and I appreciate that. So the mm. song is nice. I do like it, but I will I will also say it's not one of my favorites on the album. So mm. yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Though, Interesting. Sure. I think this actually is one of my favorites on the album. Mm-hmm. I think. Part of that, though, is because it totally reminds me of 2000s British pop. <laughs> like, I could totally uh-huh. see Blue doing this. I could see yeah. Libby X doing this. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I think it's just the way the melody is. And also, it's those breaks in the chorus. Yeah. Give me that, uh, uh, da, 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 yeah. bump, bump, bump. Like, all of yeah. that is so, so British pop, pop <laughs> from the 2000s. So, I love that. So, I think just yes. that nostalgia makes me love it. I really like that little switch up as well because that's what makes it more modern right you have mm-hmm. it's almost like the coco bop like it's almost like that you have like sehun doing that kind of oh, i don't yes. know what he's saying but that his little moment and then you have that vocal fry like uh in the back yeah yeah it's very interesting and it adds a little darkness it grounds the song a little bit more because it is quite fresh otherwise mm-hmm. um so it just gave it a nice dynamic and i appreciate that 
Mm-hmm. I love the little piano bridge moment. Yes. I, think, I think it's yes. great. Again, it just feels nostalgic. Like it's yeah. more soulful. Like, yeah, it's just dramatic. I don't know. It's great. I agree. Uh, so yeah, this, like I mentioned, I think this just balances kind of the older R&B soul boy band influences mm. that we love EXO for with mm-hmm. a more current sound. And I think the song does it really well. So yeah, this one yeah. stands out for me. So I will actually give it a 9.5. Oh, okay. I gave it an 8.5. Nothing too bad. It wasn't terrible, but yeah, I gave it 8.5. Oh, next is Another Day by Mola, Chamein, Kenita, Maria Hazel, Matthew Grant, Robin Ellingson, and Balaz Arco. Mm. Woo! You know, Another Day. This was one of those songs where I thought, dang, the production gave a lot more than the melody was giving me. No offense to people who write these songs. This is not like an attack on your songwriting skills. Obviously, they came out to you for a reason. But for me, the top line did not really do much. I do appreciate how Baekhyun came in into that intro. I do appreciate it, which was very deceptive because then the song lost its momentum after that man opened his mouth. I will give credit <laughs> where credit is due and say that I love every pre-hook that had Chanyeol as the low harmony. That was interesting because yes. he they he's underutilized in that sense. Like he is a perfect bass note for a lot of harmonies. Y'all should use it some more. It would make the song, it would give me boys to men. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Kyungsu, Dio, that man has my heart. His voice is so good. Like, Baekhyun, we get it. Chen, we get it. Kyungsu, which is why his album disappointed me, but that's for another That's for another uh, conversation. But yeah, he's so good for R&B. And again, this song, like for me, just lost the opportunity to be a cool track as opposed to falling lyrically in line with romance and like somewhat uplifting. I don't really get the whole like, you know, it's another day, you can do it. Like, it was just, oh, God, I just can't. Like, the, the instrumentation was just giving me so m- much more than I was getting from the top line. I feel so bad for saying that because it's not easy to write a song. I get it. But it also doesn't have to be this, like, simple. I don't know, man. Like, for me, it just wasn't enough. And that's all I'll say. I'm going to stop. I don't want to drag it. Yeah. Drag. Well, so first off, I had the exact same note as you about Chun Yo. So yes, oh, okay. love him <laughs> singing the bass octave. Yeah. So this is one also kind of like regret it that I just never remember. Oh, like, yeah. But I listen to the album. It, when it comes on, I'm like, which one is this one again? Mm-hmm. Which is never great, especially on such a short album, you know? So it's not a bad song. I think, again, it's just fillery. Like, this would never be a title track for anyone, let alone EXO. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's just kind of there. Like, the melody is just okay. I Like you said, it just doesn't really go anywhere. And, and the production, I guess, is interesting. But again, also, it just kind of stays at the same level the whole time. I think yeah. they tried it with with the little synthy day 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 little post chorus like there's a simple effect it's, yeah. it's it is effective it does switch it up a little bit but not enough to like up the song a little bit more for me i think the distorted synths are are cool i don't know it's all just okay i think again because the production is so bare like some of the songs we've been talking about already it does rely on their vocals which i get it it makes sense they're really really good vocalists but when the mm-hmm. melody isn't great they can only do so much so i will say they definitely did what they could with it they all sound good they maximized this song like they made it the best it could be but the song itself is like just okay so yeah it's again it's just not a bad song it's just kind of there so yeah i'll give it a 7 Oh, I gave it a 6.5. Yeah. 
So the final song on the album is Let Me In. And this one was done by Jehuan Antonio, Hassan Ashi Jr., Jaden Hill, Jordane Johnson, Kelsey Mergis, Noah Bearer, Kaylin Ellis, Hot Boy Rich, and Enzo. Wow. A lot of names on this album and yeah. on this song. Very interesting, yeah. but some new names, which is great that they're, yes. you know, hitting all these new people. Um, so this song was the first pre-release single from the album and was also performed at their anniversary fan meetings earlier in 2023. Mm. This one I remember hearing and thinking, oh, yeah, this is, this is nice. I wasn't, not say I wasn't expecting it, but like after being along, for, being gone for so long, essentially, for this to be like, the first thing we're hearing from them as a group, I thought, huh, I like this. This one is one of those like ooey gooey ones, R&B kind of, mm -hmm. we like it. Wasn't as neo solely as Hear Me Out. Um, but you know, I liked this one. From what I can remember about like this whole album, it's a shame that we had so many songs that sounded so like chill and subtle and blah blah blah. so by the time you get to this one if you haven't already been like kind of slightly bored you get to the end of this i'm 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 sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry no 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 i agree with you continue but like by the time you get to this song you almost kind of forget to appreciate how good it is and i and i felt myself doing that when i heard it on the album in sequential order but when i heard it like as the pre-release i was like oh this is what I like to hear from XO. This is what I'm talking about. Nobody makes music like this no more. I sound like an old head talking about new rap, like <laughs> the kids don't do this. And I was like, dang, this is what one of those songs where I'm just like, had you guys just tried a little bit harder, or at least maybe if you were picking out songs from song camps, been like, this could be a single, this could be a single, this could be a single, the best one wins, forget it. And then put this on, it would have been a nice closing, a nice closing song. <laughs> yeah, I think this song represents EXO at its best in, yes. in a way. Um, yes. Obviously, I love the more upbeat stuff as well that they've done throughout their discography, but they mm -hmm. shine in this type of chill R&B track that has, again, a slight darkness to it, a slight melancholy to it, but also it balances out with warmth as well like because their vocals are so warm. Uh, so yeah, this is just very much everything I love about them. Yes. The vocals, again, are just absolutely flawless. And I have to say, whoever did the arrangement for this one also did a really great job choosing who sings what. Because mm -hmm. the way they followed each other was really smart. Like yeah. Dio starting off and then and then Suho ending that first verse. He sounds very different from Dio, but they're both vulnerable in different ways. Yeah. Kai and Schumann sharing the pre-chorus that fits perfectly within their ranges. Like they just did a really, yeah. really good job giving everyone their roles there. And again, the background vocals on this song, and again, throughout the whole album as well, but this song during the chorus, like it's just so beautiful. The bridge is super beautiful, really long extended harmonies. Yeah. But then it, it's it's mixed with this kind of almost whomping bass while the whole thing is kind of ethereal as well. Just really, really beautiful. You talked about Chan Yol singing earlier i think he shines here when he they're sings. here yes yeah like that here. that last moment mm -hmm. kind of near the end of the song is so beautiful and it really yeah. really stands out and i look forward to it like every time i, I listen yeah. to it and i do love how melodic the rap verses are this time as well mm -hmm. yeah and how con they almost sound conversational as yeah. well the way they are sung so i just think it's it's all really beautiful but yeah i think this whole thing is awesome i love how atmospheric it is it's dreamy mm -hmm. it's ethereal it's like a bunch of angels 
singing yes, to it's you. like that lo-fi kind of yeah. like really popular like oh yeah 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 because like that bridge that harmony almost sounds like a choir the way it <gasps> comes in it's just so yeah. full so yeah i think it's i think it's really really beautiful and it's it's definitely grown on me a lot to be fair we've had this one the longest so maybe yeah. other songs on this album will grow on me the same way but mm. while i listen to this album I look forward to the end because of this song. So yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, I, for me. I just feel like it was a more solid pre-release. Like mm-hmm. it, it gave you like okay, this album. This is what's slow on the album. What else is on it? But then you had a bunch of just slow, and I'm just like, dang. Yeah, yeah. You know. So what like, did you think uh, of the video? The video was interesting. Okay, I usually try to tin hat, but I didn't watch the video that much. But I do appreciate the kind of like, it felt almost like retrospective. Like they were all kind of isolated. Um, they're all looking in like places in the woods, in the movie theater, just by themselves. They can be surrounded by people, but be by themselves. The dog scene with Kai was questionable. Um, it's just, you know, I, I don't I don't know if you got anything from that, but like I said, it, I think just, I don't know if there's a story as much as it's meant to be just symbolic. I was thinking more like the world could end at any moment. So kind of oh. enjoy life and, and, and don't don't like wallow in your feelings too much or don't like oh. wallow in your sadness too much. Okay. Cause, like cause it kind rock. of, because it starts off cause it, it reverts. Like the rock goes away. Like it, oh, time okay. reverses because yeah. I think it starts off super lonely. Like you have this sad kid who like throws this rock into the, into the water, oh, yeah, the water. and then they're all super sad and alone. And you have this weird K drama moment between Dio and Sehun <laughs> of like them all just being alone. But then at the end, then like, they talk to each other and then yeah. like Chen and Shumin, you know, they're like looking at each other awkwardly in the theater. And then <laughs> at the end, they're like sitting together and laughing and watching their old footage. So it's almost like, a, yeah, I mean, it is self-retrospective. I think kind of like what you were saying before, but I think there is something to do with kind of like. Like connect while you still have time. Yeah, almost. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. Cause the crashing, the crashing rock on the car, the crash is falling down. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Makes yeah. sense. Um, I will say they should have leaned into their powers more. More, yes. Because it just <laughs> made no perfect. sense. Like, why was Chun Yol the one making the rock flow? Mm-hmm. You know, that well, should have been Do, right? Isn't Do Earth? Um, like he should have been setting it on fire, or like Schumann uh-huh. could have been like in an on alone, like on a melting. Ice, ice cap or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, like the whole, yeah, it makes sense. The world is ending. Why not use exoplanet powers? Yeah, like the powers it? really could have very easily been incorporated here in a very cool and more mature way. So yeah. I just thought that was a missed opportunity. I do like the black and white solo shots as well. It almost made oh, yeah. it feel like it was a goodbye song, though, which I don't love. Because mm-hmm. uh, it felt just so melancholic in that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was effective in the song. Yeah. And it made the colored parts like just more effective so yeah 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 shout out to kind that dog okay all that being said with the world ending and such how do you feel what's your score is it a perfect song i think so (laughs) you think so yeah i think this is like one of their best like like it can go right along with whatever they've done previously like so you give it a 10 this is my 10 song (laughs) yes me too this is also my 10 all right so we're at the section called cut or keep where we cut one song and keep one song so if you guys have made it this far let us know your rankings excuse me your ratings in the comments below and also let us know what songs you would cut and what songs you would keep to show a non-fan or just to kind of be like yo this is exo all right Mm -hmm. so yeah chris (laughs) what song would you cut from the exist album i would cut regret it (laughs) 
it's just again it, it was kind of I mean I think it's very clear which two songs it was between but that one yeah. I at least I don't know there's just nothing about it that makes me ever turn back to it so Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to cut another day. Yeah, that was the other one there. <laughs> I'm waiting for a fan to be like, I love these songs. Good for you. Yeah, Good that's great. for you. That's it's what's great. great about music. Yeah. Good for you. No offense, but it's not our taste. What song would you keep rather? For me, I think it's pretty obvious. We probably have the same one, Private Party. I just think, should have been single. That's it. I'm going to die on the hill. Should have been, <laughs> should have been a single. Yeah, I would probably pick that one as well. Other, yeah. or, or let me in, I guess, between the two. Yeah. Oh, Night Love Fool. I'm surprised. I mean, let me in is pretty perfect. Oh, felt that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your overall rating for this album? Are you doing like average score or are you just kind of just like as a whole? No, just as a whole. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I w- oh, this is hard. I think <laughs> overall, I'd, I guess I'd give it an eight. I think it's interesting. You know, we've been kind of alluding to it this whole time. Mm. The first time I heard this album, and we tried not to text too much about it so we could talk about oh, it yeah. properly today and, and yeah. hear each other's opinions for the first time. <laughs> yeah. But I was very underwhelmed. And I don't think that was helped by my dislike of cream soda. Right. <laughs> so the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, cream soda, no. Regret it, no. And then I was like, okay, mm. hear me out is great, but I've already heard it. Mm. And then, as you can tell from the scores, I actually do like all those songs after that. But. Yeah they're all kind of the same. Like it's the same vibe. It's the same production style. It's all kind of minimalistic. It's electronic. It's R&B. Yeah. It's all relatively light. Like, yes, there are elements of darkness. Yes, there are elements of whatever, all these things we've been talking about. But as a whole, it kind of all blends together. Because especially the first time I heard it, like I was at work and I just had it on the background. I just had it on loop. And I was like, I don't remember any of these songs. <laughs> same. Like, this is a problem. This same. This is a though. problem. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think now I think I will definitely take parts of this, and they will go on like my best of EXO playlists and stuff. I can see that happening, but as a project, it's not even close to a couple of their albums for me, like The War oh, and yeah. Tempo. Oh. Like it just it doesn't match that for me at all i appreciate them going for a more mature sound but that doesn't mean that you can't be fun that you can't be dramatic that you can't be intense like you can still give variety in the album so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i look forward to eventual performances i think that will help maybe because that helped with cream soda so i think if i see them perform some of these songs it might make me like them more so I think it's a solid album. I think I think at the end of the day, they have such a high standard that even a solid album is like not their best, right? So, you know, <laughs> wait, what's your score though? What's your, you give it an eight, right? Yeah, yeah I give it an eight. Yeah, I think I'll give it an eight too. And I, and I got, I someone was so mad at me when I was like, yeah, XL seems like they're at the end of their, their, their run here. Uh, a couple months ago when we recorded it and we finally uploaded and then what happened this album for me just didn't feel as well thought out. I'm going to say at this point, you can drive me all you want. Hey, you can be getting forever. They can be friends for forever. <laughs> okay. But at the end of the day, it's like, unfortunately, they don't really have that much control over what that gets put on the album as much as we as fans would love them to. Because I feel like their names weren't really in there as much as they have been like in the past like Tanya wrote his raps or blah 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 wrote his raps or this person kind of contributed vocals or something like I mean like an idea or writing credit or something like there's nothing really there and then even some names that we've seen with their biggest songs are not 
on mm -hmm. their tracks. No offense to the new names, not saying you can't write a song, but it does say something when you have your best hitters writing for like NCT or writing for like ESPA, and then suddenly you're kind of going back to people that you worked with when they first started out or like brand new names that no one really heard of. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but it just doesn't feel like you were like, giving them the best of the best and with sm songwriting cans they can write like hundreds of songs and they kind of just all go through it and they're like hey bam this was makes the most sense like for an album like i said no discredit to anyone but because you're dealing with a group that's been out for what, 10 years now like <laughs> the fans are going to be like especially fans like us are going to think okay where's the rest of it mm. okay where's where's my el dorado where's my you know like we can go down a whole list of like where's my blah 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 where's this where's that where's my 2.0 of growl even at this point like i know it's been that long but like where's my 2.0 of something and a lot of that doesn't have it and which which could be a good thing but because they're not reinventing the wheel either <laughs> yeah. it just feels like it's just safe and because it's safe i'm giving it a safe score of eight a mm -hmm. big old fat eight doesn't mean they're not talented it's just mm -hmm. for me i feel like they could have just given us so much more fun stuff like totally. rover makes no sense but yeah it's a fun song mm -hmm. like oh they deserve so much more fun things like private party they should have been like two more one more song to kind of <laughs> yeah. like cream soda, private party, and then one more song to kind of just bring that crap home, mm. the whole party boy thing home. But meh. yeah. <laughs> All right. So since we filmed our 101, our mm -hmm. pop 101 episode, so yeah. Kai went to the military, Baekhyun, Chen, and Su Min sued SM Entertainment to try to get Ooh. out of their contract. <laughs> There was all this weird, dramatic back and forth between the lawyers where they were talking about like unfair treatment and not knowing how their fees were calculated, et cetera, et cetera. But then it was very oddly resolved very quickly. And suddenly they're back with SM. They're like, they renewed their contract. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, although Baekhyun has still been kind of shady with his posting. Like he'll he'll post stuff. Well, he'll like yeah. cut out the SM logo. <laughs> like it's clearly like there's still some tension there. So I think that yeah. might lead into why maybe there's less effort put into the album. I don't know. Yeah. And, and apparently there's also still one member of EXO that hasn't renewed yet. Ooh. Like they kind of alluded to that with the whole weird killing voice cancellation yeah. slash postponement uh, it was all very <laughs> odd they've also yeah. been advertising events in the next couple of months without Sehun so I think clearly Sehun's about to go to the military yeah. as well yeah. and then Lei is no longer with SM but technically part of EXO but no one even mentions him ever so is he even <laughs> right. part of EXO I don't no. know <laughs> so in terms of what's next, uh, from what we know, there's nothing planned for the group, really. Uh, they've just talked about some solo stuff coming up. Yeah. But yeah, what, what are you thinking? What's your prediction? Oh, <laughs> so I can get dragged again and they, they be right months later? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, let's see. Okay, 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 okay. Here's my thing. I just want to give a shout out to Sehun because this this concept, I will say, he seemed the most coolest for me because like he totally fit like the whole like... He's killing it. He, he yeah. took that lead dancer role really well um and he yeah. sounds really good too so yes i agree yeah. shout out to Sam. sorry just, i forgot to say that the whole time mm. when you do it with your long back and your long neck go off i anticipate if they do manage anything we might get a one weekend maybe two weekends at the soul stadium that's pushing it that is pushing it pushing it p-u-s-h ing ing it okay um we'll see what happens we'll see but i don't think we're gonna get i would love a, a nice like stadium tour so someone can bootleg it but it's not gonna happen i do believe that if they do continue with this company 
maybe one more album maybe one more album and if not one more album trap the guys again and make them release solo stuff and then when they're ready to go they're just gonna go mm-hmm. like i don't think it's gonna be a suju situation where they're like we love each other so much we're gonna figure this out jungsoo's an actor he's not no um Baekhyun, yeah but he wants to leave you know what i'm saying like i feel like this is i don't know how long their contract term is for i don't know what they negotiated but again something about this just doesn't feel like infinity and beyond it just feels like for now pacifying mm. you know kind of like with all the crap that's going on with sm this feels like a kind of like a pacifier moment where it's like okay it's fine for now we want the fans to have like a nice like a experience and not have it be covered with bs even though it kind of started out that way because i don't sm is notorious i don't think they're going to be able to keep a lot of these guys so i think it's very interesting looking at super junior because they were given their own sub label right yeah so i when that happened i was like oh wow so they must have kind of a lot of control there but then two of them just left Two of them just left, but then said they're still part of Super Junior. So I think that's very interesting because that means clearly, it, even with the sub label, it still wasn't an ideal situation. And then yeah. those two, it's Dong Hae and Inhyuk, I believe. Yes. Who yes. they're now starting their own label. If they all do want to continue in the group, them all leaving together, yeah. I could see that happening. But we're going to have to wait at least two years for Sehun yep. to come back. Yep. And that's what's crazy about it. Like, Yeah. So I could see kind of the same situation as as what you've been saying. Like I don't think anything else is going to happen as a group. No. Like they still yeah. have a few commitments over the next couple months. Yeah. Um, repackage? Question mark? <laughs> no, no, right? And that's what no. makes it even worse. It's like, dang, we can't yeah. get a repackage. <clears throat> maybe we'll get a Christmas song. This I don't know. Maybe Ooh, potentially, maybe. but they'd be yeah. a six though. They'd be six. So it'd be a bit odd. Mm. I don't know. But they have all their vocalists back, so maybe I don't know. But the whole contract thing just was bizarre it was just resolved so weirdly and quickly yep. it was kind of yeah. just like okay we just need to like put this under the rug for now so that it doesn't distract from the album coming out but like yeah yeah That's so i don't like it yeah so it's a bit odd <laughs> for now i'll keep watching the old exoplanets <laughs> and i'm happy with what they've given us so right. far <laughs> right. i would rather um, that than have it be like some bs that takes them down they go down like in like flame so i'll take it right now you know yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I am looking forward to some of the solo stuff actually like i'm excited yeah. for Beckyan to come back again as yeah. a solo artist very curious what if anything super m will do because apparently that's happening again now so, yeah, like fbi coming back. very interesting there's just a lot going on <laughs> uh and it's all just a big question mark but yeah i'm just glad that we at least got this comeback because for a oh minute it felt like we weren't gonna get it at all right right that's a shame god dang it well xols don't drag us or do but you know be be reasonable um what do y'all think about this album and let us know what other albums you'd like to hear us review be sure to check out our previous album review of shiny's hard i can't do it like chris can but you know be sure to check that out <laughs> and hang out with us and the crew on patreon to get priority choice and you can comment below or message us at cctv pops on all social media don't forget to like subscribe and turn on those notifications for our youtube channel and if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform please give us a follow rating and a review until next time that's chris that's Shan. and uh we're signing off from cctv the non-stop pop show cream soda Cream, that sugar on me. Soda. <laughs>